We are stoned and that's okay. So why don't you just stay? Sit back and listen. You don't know what you're missing. It's talking stone while getting sports. Welcome, fellow humans. You're listening to Talking Stone while getting sports. Episode 184. I'm the guy that stays quiet when I'm only supposed to be speaking. Named Morgan. The guy on the other line that rustles around like a madman. When he's not supposed to be making any sound. I tell you what, I'll give him one, two later on. Is Mr. Austin. Now before I ask you how the fuck Mm. is it going. Are you actually charged up? This week, oh yeah, buddy. iPads at fifty six percent, phones at ninety seven. I'm good to go. All right, now I ask you, how the fuck is it going, buddy? I never know if you're gonna swear or not. Um, <laughs> so it's going good. Um, not much going on. You know, it's January. It's usually it's a slow month. In terms of my job and just in terms of, you know, life in general. Um, But I am excited. We got lots of stuff to talk about. And uh, yeah, lots of stuff more exciting than me. What about you? You got anything going on? Uh, Nothing too crazy. It's a little bit better than previous episode and previous week. Um. I will, I do have the funeral coming up. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, then just go back and listen to last episode. episode. So that's going on on Saturday. But other news is I got, as of recording, I have dodgeball tonight. Um, I have to wait until 9 p.m., so it's just a waiting game at this point, so I figured, what the hell, might as well record podcast. Um, What else? Oh, I've been playing probably my new favorite game, and it's technically not even a full game yet, and that is Pal World. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Are you in? <laughs> I'm full in, my guy. I played a little bit. I've having some trouble, some trouble starting up, but I have enjoyed a little bit. Well, we might have to talk off stream. Okay. I'm down. I'm down. I'm so down. It's so good. Oh shit. Um. Other than that, well, oh been also a little bit I shouldn't say amazed because I've been in Saskatchewan for 31 years or however old I am but every year I'm still I'm still shocked I'm not gonna lie of how quickly weather can move in this goddamn province it is wild because in one month we went from zero snow with about minus, like, single digits, but in the minus, um, to snow and minus 40, to just regular snow and just a regular, <clears throat> excuse me, and just a regular, like, you know, minus 20 Saskatchewan weather, nothing crazy. And now, today, it's supposed to be plus five. Jesus. (laughs) All in four weeks span. Welcome to Saskatchewan. But just like Austin, I'm also very, very excited to talk about. We have a mixture of sports stuff. 
that I threw together. I know it's talking Stonewall and stuff. And yes, you might be like, oh, you've talked about sports two weeks in a row. Well, that's the stuff we like. So get over it. Yeah, it just happens to be stuff we like talking about. But hey, you know. Who knows? Maybe if I get awesome real into uh Power World, maybe we'll spend half of the episode talking about Power World next episode. You oh, never God. know. You never know. It's that addicting. Um yeah, I kind of wish I wasn't doing this stupid crap so I could go back to playing it. All right, well. <laughs> but quicker we get to the plugs and get through this, then quicker I can get back to playing it. So, Austin, why don't you start us off with those pluggity plug plugs? Well, if you're listening this far already and you've made it through our boring shit, it'll get better from here. And you should download, rate, review, tell your friends, subscribe. It it really helps, and um, it really does. As a stretch. Also, make sure to check us out on uh, TikTok, uh, TSWGS Pod, and Morgan. Well, you got some plugs too. Yeah, I have one plug. In your thirties, don't sleep on a love seat that's not long enough because you really wake up cramped but another plug that i have is caption morgan 2 um mostly twitch but any social media i've actually been doing some streaming lately it may or may not have been a lot of power world um it's been a lot of power world Mm, power world Right. Anywho, but yeah, anything Caption Morgan 2, you got the Tweaksy, the Twexy, the Twitter, the Xy, okay. however you want to call it, I change the name every week. Yep. Um, yeah. Are we done yet? Are no. we there yet? We're literally just starting. Mm, awkward. Well, I don't know if you heard about this. I think you did be, since I sent you the article when it happened. But we're going to be talking some NBA. And the reason why we're talking NBA is because... Well, what do, what do we always say? We love stats. We love records. Yeah, and this is uh, this is a crazy one. Uh, you're probably gonna have to help me out with his last name, but Joel Embiid. Embiid. Joel Embiid. Embiid. Uh, who he plays for? This is how much I know the NBA. The Seventy Sixers, I believe, right? Yeah, sure, let's go with that. Philadelphia? Um, they were in Philadelphia, at least. I don't, that, well, that's a good sign. I mean, they could have been the way team. I don't think so. Okay. Well, Philadelphia. But more importantly than where he played is the fact that <laughs> he scored... Oh, I heard a weird echo there. But anywho, he scored 70 points in one single game. I suppose to say one quarter, that would have been absolutely insane. (laughs) But it's still insane to do it in uh, one game. Um, So crazy, insane. Um, where, well, the article that I'm trying to bring up isn't coming up. Um, this is awkward, right? Oh, no, it's up here. Okay, okay. I don't know what's going on on my, on my computer right now. Oh, there we go. 
it's only happened uh, 14 other times in NBA history. Only 10 of or 10 players in total. Um, Wilt Ch- Chamberlain being him doing it six times. <laughs> he was insane. Yeah. I believe he was the only guy that what, got 100 points in. Uh... Something like that. Yep. 100 points, 25 rebounds. <laughs> 36 63 for field goals and field goals against. Oh my god. Um that was back in March 2nd 1962 with the Warriors. Okay, yeah. The final score of that game though was 169 nice to 147. So he Damn. almost could have jeez. That's insane. But yeah, the whole 70 point mark does not happen very often. No. Um, and it, as soon as I saw that article pop up, I was like, yeah, this has to be something we at least talk about a little bit because who would we be if we wouldn't talk about this crazy stat? So, yeah, no, it's um, super impressive. You even have guys like LeBron James reaching out and tweeting and be like, hey, props, because that is insane. <sighs> Sorry. Insane. No, it's all good. Um, I was taking a liquid break. So, I guess. Uh, Something kind of cool. Oh, uh, he's yawning. Yeah. On the 18th anniversary of Kobe Bryant hitting 81 points, uh, Embiid and Towns put up those crazy points. Um, yeah, that is also something a little extra as well. Yeah, 81 points, which is also absolutely insane. Like these guys are just, just ridiculous. Yeah, like, and the fact, like, if you, you look at their points, and then you look at like how many points their team got, or even their better yet, their opponent got, and it's like he single handedly could have almost beat. Entire six men. <laughs> sure, yes, they're covering the, your other five teammates, this and that, but point wise. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of points, the, not four days later, Luka Doncic decides, oh, actually, I'm going to get uh, 73 points. Yeah, hold my beer, watch this type of situation. <laughs> Literally. And um so no, that's that's bananas, man. I just I'm looking at the list and it's hilarious because we got yeah. So the most recent to oldest. So we got Luka Doncic, then we got Joel Embiid, Damian Lillard, Domin Mitchell, Devin Booker, Kobe Bryant, David Robinson, David Thompson, and then we got Will Chamberlain, Will Chamberlain, Will Chamberlain, Will Chamberlain, Will Chamberlain, Will Chamberlain. <laughs> yeah, if you like look at the spread, like generally it's like okay, it only happens every few years, and then all of a sudden, like There's you mentioned, like... it's happened within like four days from each other, two seventy-point games, like it's insane. Well, and yeah, four of them were in one season. Like, just crazy stats. Craziness. Will Chamberlain, who, who'd have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? Um, oh, I think boy. we got your favorite up next. <sighs> All right. Buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. Because... We are going to talk a little bit 
CFL. And mostly for one reason, one reason only, and that is because I kind of have a little bit of a rant. Excuse me. I needed to burp there, so I did it. Congratulations. Um, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders still like they they were doing in my books so well on their decision making on who they're releasing, resigning, this and that. I still waiting for a couple more. Um, I was anticipating that we were going to probably lose a couple of people. I was hoping we would keep around this and that. But the one player that I did not want the Rough Riders to touch with the 10-foot pole ended up getting, 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 um, I, I believe it was a, yeah, a two-year, um, contract extension, and that is Mason Fine. Ah. <laughs> Mason Fine had his chances. Um, I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, in three seasons, he has thrown for 1,700 yards, almost 1,800, and only six touchdowns. He can't see over top of these O-linemen and D-linemen like he's I I believe I'm taller than him and I'm short as shit. <laughs> um I'm trying to find his exact uh personal stats because I'm creepy like that. Um I don't know. I was really hoping they were gonna re-sign Jake Dogala. I'm hoping how it went down is that they tried their damnness to re-sign him. And still possibly might. I don't blame him for for Jake wanting to go to free agency and maybe test it out. Or at the very least, because now the CFL has that one-week legal tampering window. Because it's going to happen anyways. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can't tell me players and friends that play on other teams aren't just texting each other. Like, yo, come play over here. Or how is it over there? This and that. Oh, yeah. like, For it's, sure. It's dumb. You'd be dumb. I'm not going to try and say those words because my brain won't allow me to. I can't speak today, and that's perfect for a podcast. That's great. Yeah, it might have something to do with the fact that I had two dabs before I, uh, shortly before recording. So that's possible. Yeah, I really just stopped getting really stoned right before recording, and then put the stuff that I'm going to talk about at the start. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, you've been doing it that way for quite some yeah, time. Yeah, why? Why stop now? Why stop well, now? Right. Um. Well, hell, me being really high right now is the only thing that's uh, keeping this rant uh, a lot more mellow than I anticipated because. I don't like Mason Fine even as a backup. Maybe, maybe as a third string. Um, 
if you got them cheap enough. But I don't know, man. I I really hope that Jake realizes he's not going to get much in free agency. Come back to the Riders, they sign him, and sure you can have an open competition for the backup for the second string because to fit like don't get me wrong trevor harris i believe is 37 years old so he's one year he's signed for two more years but people are anticipating maybe you get one more year out of him if he stays healthy. Right. At the same time, people are talking about like he ran it. He's been running into all these injuries over the years. It's like, guys, come down. He's had one really major injury. Um, I just, How old is he, though? He's 37, possibly okay. turning 38 before next season starts. I'm, I don't have the exact numbers. Because in football, that's mm-hmm. that's pretty old. But he does the same type of training as Tom Brady. He won't let anyone forget that. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Um. Yeah, I think he has a little man crush on Tom Brady, so. Ah, uh, yes. I mean, but pretty good quarterback to look up to yeah lots lots of guys do have man crush on tom brady so and i don't blame them yeah anywho we're not talking tom brady i just i don't know it's i kind of get what they're doing it's better to have at least some type of backup for sure behind Trevor Harris um, just in case they don't necessarily get what they're what I'm hoping they're actually after so oh fuck it time will tell let's move on <laughs> this next thing really will just be real quick I just it's not much of an article but switching a little bit over to NFL excuse me and that is the Super Bowl matchup we got the Kansas City Chiefs and a San Francisco 49ers we're not really going to unless Voss wants to he's yeah he's his own man but no, I, little, what's up? Well, I was just going to say I just figured we'd do a um prediction but if you got something today to say then you got something to say go ahead well, i do i do have something to say so this is the most nfl football i've watched in probably since the last playoffs uh and man first of all i really really wanted baltimore to win uh just for the sake of kansas city chiefs just keep on winning but since they have I don't disagree with that statement, by the way. (laughs) But now that they have here, okay, hear me out. It's the Taylor Swift Super Bowl. Yeah, I I, no, no, no. Hear me out. No, hear me out. No. What this has done for football and expanding the fan base. The NFL could have never thought of something like this. That's true. It is. But, you know, people are going to come out and be like, oh, this is probably all part of the script. Okay, that's fine. I don't care. I just, I, as somebody, as a a fan of a sport who, that desperately needs more attention, um... I would love the NFL like doesn't need any more attention. Ah, yes. Famously, businesses don't want to make even more money. 
Totally it's agree. the CFL that needs a little bit of this uh, Morgan leakage. First of all, don't say that. That was <laughs> bad. Second of all, Taylor Swift is not going to date anybody in the goddamn CFL. Are you kidding me? Hey, hey, dude. No, don't say that. Zach Caleros was at um, not just this previous last game, but uh, he was in the booth with What's the brother's name? I'm drawing a blank. Um, that plays for the Eagles. Oh, Jason Kelsey. Yeah, when Jason Kelsey was there shirtless, just chugging beers with Taylor Swift, Zach Claros was also in that booth. So okay. don't. I mean, sure, Zach Claros has kids and I believe a wife. I'm very confused of why he's there partying with. Taylor Swift, but I mean, there's a lot of other people there as well. No, it all has to be on those three people, Austin. No I one mean, else matters. It's it's <laughs> just a shirtless guy. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. So Colaros was in the same room as Taylor Swift, therefore she would totally date a CFL player. All I'm saying is, it's good for football in general. It. I've seen a lot of videos. I've seen a lot of evidence of all of a sudden girls knowing football that would have never given a shit. I mean and I think that's cool. You're not you're not wrong. Like there's like a few podcasts that I listen to that are mostly like all Hollywood, all like music this, movies and that and right. Now they actually talk a little bit about uh some football. Um I mean, sure, the host, he's big into, like, baseball, but. Also, I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. If Travis Kelsey wins the Super Bowl, is he going to the Hall of Fame? Well, he already is. Because he's got three Super Bowl. Well, he he would have three Super Bowls. He's already Uh, going in with two. Yeah. He scored a touchdown in each of them. Like, Travis Kelsey is is one of the better basically you basically could put the entire Kansas City Chiefs in um the Hall of Fame. <laughs> There's going to be a few of them for sure. There's going to be a few of them. This is dynasty and and just like for real though man, like Travis Kelsey super impressive. Um but then we had the absolute fucking collapse of the Detroit Lions. I still give them props because nope. They... Okay, well I'm still <laughs> giving them props because they they did stuff that no one anticipated um, in the playoffs. I know. Unless if you win the Super Bowl, you basically just, you know, well, you didn't achieve what you were hoping for, but I don't know. They went a long way. So I'm used to saying this type of stuff, being a Flames fan. That's fair. And a Saskatchewan fan. Um, Yeah. uh, Fuck. But, and an Eagles fan. God and damn it. <laughs> hey, the Eagles have won in the last, like, while. But, yeah. Um, no, I, I, it is impressive. Detroit Lions have co- gone further than they have in a very long time. But, man, it hurts. It's got to hurt, man. 24-7 to leading at half. And then San Francisco was like, oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> We're actually really good at football. Um, yeah. Scoring 27 straight points. Detroit ended up getting close with a touchdown in the fourth quarter, but it wasn't enough. And uh, we got ourselves a 49ers and Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl. Right before um, we make our picks, I think we're about to. Yeah. One more thing that I wanted to say okay. about this matchup is I'm very glad that because 
all over social media and stuff. He's been seeing, or at least I've been seeing, uh, the Ravens and 49ers were going to play because of the color of scheme. Oh, yeah. And, well. Now it's just red. (laughs) Yeah, now it's just red. So Mm -hmm. I'm sure someone's going to try and spit spin it some way somehow but i don't know man there was all kinds of weird stuff with it there was like i i saw like videos from grocery stores showing like cakes that had like the ravens playing the lions or something or the 49 it was just weird people there maybe the people are just having fun with their predictions also that's all it is that is definitely a possibility just like we're about to do is sure make some predictions. Uh, Doesn't right, mean we have a script. Um oh we have the script, but we're just gonna pretend that we don't. Well yeah, yeah. Anywho, you weren't supposed to say that often. I'll edit it out, it's fine. No, I already see the black helicopters outside my room. Oh, is that what I'm hearing? Okay. Well, mm-hmm. hey, we had a good run, you know. This is weird considering it's not live, but oh, it's the government. It's always live. All right. <laughs> um, anywho. This honestly is a uh, tough call. But I just want to say this so I'm right. I hate that I want to say this, but it's the Chiefs. I think they pull out another one. Their offense is just so good. Well, and also we got to see too, like they held, uh, they held a pretty damn good offensive team to not many points. Um, I'm I'm going with the Chiefs as well. Do you have a score? Are we doing scores? I can do a score. There's only one game, might as well. It's, it's the big game. Um. Do you want to put five bucks on it? Uh, well, how? What if we're both wrong? Well, we'll it'll be with unless we do the exact same score. We'll figure it out. Okay. Yeah, sure. Um, because so I'm going Chiefs with thirty-five to twenty-one. 35 to 21, really? Yeah. It's going to I'm be going close. To... Sorry, I'm just going to say it's going to be close until the fourth quarter, probably even tied, and then the Chiefs are just going to pull okay. away. Yeah. Okay. Well, I still have the Chiefs winning, but uh, 24-21, it's going to be a closer game. Little scoring. Uh, Little scoring. Well, I mean, look at the Chiefs and the Ravens. Neither team even hit 20 points. So, I don't know, you know, but then the other side of the... Well, it's in know, Las it's... Vegas. Okay. So, isn't that indoors as well? So, you don't have any weather to uh, attend with. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. But, yeah, so I got 24-21 for the Chiefs. And you got, what, 35 to... 35-21. Okay, perfect. All right. Well, uh, unless you so basically, whoever's closest with the Chiefs score will win it. So essentially, yeah, yeah. If we're tied. Um, now, unless you got anything more on football, I guess we can. Oh yeah, I just, some other sports. I was actually literally just spoke in the podcast. I we usually do these type of predictions at the end. So well, but I guess. We can talk some hockey because there's a mixture of some news, good yeah. and bad. We, um, well, so I remember I always like to give a little context to these stories. I remember right. back in 2016, which was eight years ago already. Um, <laughs> huh. anyway, I feel like sorry. I should be building a fire and having it crackle. Well, you tell your stories. Right? That would be nice. Maybe add some sound effects. I'll see if I can add some sound effects. <laughs> oh, that would be uh, great. Oh, we need deep editing <laughs> here, folks. So, 
now, uh, Patrick Line was, it was for a while in that draft, it was, ooh, Matthews or Line. Matthews mm-hmm. or Line. I remember back in the day, too. And, and then I remember Line having an incredible season. Uh, I think they both had really good rookie seasons. Line is a little bit better, if I remember correctly. But ever since then, Line has not quite been himself. Um, he's had some injury issues. Uh, he got traded from the Jets to the Blue Jackets, which, yikes. That would be uh, rough. That would be rough. And for Pierre-Luc Dubois, who's not even in Winnipeg anymore. But um, he has joined, or he has entered the NHL uh, PA Player Assistance Program. Um, now this program covers everything from mental health to, uh, like rehab, uh, with, with drug issues, that sort of thing. Um, Patrick Line has, uh, reached out and basically said, I just, I, I love hockey. It's great, but my mental health comes first and I need Mm -hmm. to focus on that right now. And uh, we've seen in the past that this program's been great for. Yeah, well, and it really like players. the NHL. It can be especially like if you're considered to be one of the better players in the league, and you're in a bit of a slump, or if you're in a bit of like, it can be hard it's out tough. there. Man. The toxicity online, the and you know all the older guys are like, ah, oh, just don't do it. He's like, he's 25, man. He's a young man and, uh, or 26, 25. How old is he? I'll, yeah, I'll try to find him while you, uh, he's 25. He, there is no, uh, just leave the internet. You know, that's not really a thing. And there's a lot of negativity on there. And the poor guy, he's, he's been injured, uh, injured his left clavicle. Uh, he's been, he's only played 18 games this year. He's got six goals and nine points. So half a point per game, which is not terrible. Um, but the poor guy, I, I just hope that this time is, is, uh, good for him. Uh, cause he's got like, when Patrick Line is on, man, his shot is wicked. Like it is one of, one of the best there. in the league for sure. A hundred percent. But he clearly needs some time, so uh, good for him for. Not yeah, the hockey stuff can wait. Too. Well, and that's the thing too, right? It's uh, hockey's a game at the end of the day, and um, you gotta look out for for you first. Like I'll uh, just say this, like from a um, Flames fan, I just witnessed Oliver Shilton. Um, oh yes, go through something. Well, he went through this program and stuff like that as well, and um, he played a couple games ago. He played his first game back in the NHL, and you could just tell that he was the. Uh, Changed, man. Like he was just happy. He was um, a little rusty on the hockey side of things, but it was just nice to see. And seeing something like that just gives you hope for a guy like Patrick Larney. Um, and I'm more than confident that he will definitely come out on on the top of things. So. Um, now moving on to a lighter topic. Um, but yeah, uh, we got, we got some stuff to talk. We got some, some trade ideas for the worst teams in the NHL. I thought this Uh, could be fun. I, I dig the idea. So it's, yeah, it's teams bottom of the NHL that could look to get some assets for some good players that they have. Because that's the thing, right? There's always, it doesn't matter how bad your team is, you're still going to have players on it that that can Mm -hmm. contribute to even a cup-winning team, right? In the right role. Um, The San Jose Sharks, uh, 
bottom of the league standings, right? They've uh, also been suffering from the most games lost for injuries as well. Just want right. people to keep that in mind. It it's it's not a good team though. No, it's not fully great. healthy. This team is not winning the cup. They're not. No, I don't know that they're making the playoffs. Well, maybe, but maybe. Anyway, um, Anthony Duclair is an interesting choice. Um, on that, team. he's 28 years old. He has a very affordable cap of, of about three mil. Um. He could be interesting, and uh, they're looking at potentially filling out their middle six uh, with the wingers, and Duclair, Duclair would really fit that bill. Um, I don't know about the Rangers. Oh, yeah, they have a bit of a cap space, but they'd probably ask the Sharks to retain a little bit on that deal. But, hey, you know, I... I don't hate it. Anthony Duclair and the Rangers. Especially as a rental player, like in the playoffs. I... Yeah, he's a guy you want on your team, for sure, especially in the playoffs. He's a useful guy. Is he your top winger? No. No. But he is. You need a, depth. He, well, and that's the thing. Playoffs is all about depth. And also to uh, cross over that threshold in order to get there, you need the. Longevity. Depth as well. Yep. It's so. true. Um, speaking of depth and teams really building, uh, well, not Montreal, but um, Sean Monaghan. What if he went to the Jets? Because the Jets are an absolute wagon already. Uh, <clears throat> they had like an insane streak of some like 30 odd games without mm-hmm. letting in more than three goals. Um, which is incredible in this day and age with goals going up. Um, but that's what happens when you have uh, Connor Hellebuck and Laurent Bressois, uh, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Why not? <laughs> but that's also a big part of that team's defense, right? But anyway, what I'm talking about is Sean Monahan to go to the Jets. and I would absolutely hate that. Fair. <laughs> and I get why. I totally understand. But as a Canucks fan and as somebody who is not really... I as know, a I hockey think, fan, I think he would be a great fit with the Jets, if I'm being honest. Well, Monahan, Monahan's been having a decent season as it is. Um, and he like, does, like, sure, no cup or anything, but with the Flames, he does have some playoff experience. So, um, yeah, no, he's he's not a stranger to the playoffs. Um, he's been playing pretty decent in in Mon- in Montreal in Monaghan in Montreal. And, it basically is in Monaghan because well, he's the only bright spot there, really. Hey, now, uh, Caulfield's been heating up, but yeah, that could be interesting. Montreal has nothing to lose there. Uh, they're not a good, so. What do you think the Jets would have to uh, uh, some, give up for? Some young uh, prospect, maybe, maybe a pick or something in there. It, I don't think you have to ship out too much for Monaghan because Monaghan does. No, but I do think Montreal doesn't make the trade unless they get at least a young prospect. That oh, 100%. Get. That is, that's the thing, right? Or a good draft pick. One of the two. Uh, I think uh, I think they'd be asking for a young prospect and maybe like a third or fourth round pick. Yeah, maybe. Um, we got... Columbus and Elvis Merzlikens. Uh, these two are not getting along. Um, we got a goalie who wants out, and we have a team who is bad. Um, they they have mutually agreed to explore a new scenario. Uh, Merzlikens, who's 29, um, has basically said he does not want to be in Columbus anymore. An interesting option would be Chicago. Uh, now, it's funny. I'm pretty sure the news dropped of 
Peter Mrazek signing during the writing of this article. Because literally, so here's the one line is, he suggested Merzlikens could be a good option for Chicago if they're unable to re-sign Peter Mrazek. The next line, Mrazek has re-signed with Chicago. <laughs> but... <laughs> I didn't even notice that. I'm so glad you pointed that out, my guy. <laughs> Sorry, I just uh, I thought that was hilarious. But Merzlikens can pride them with a solid goalie tandem. I just thought that was funny. It must have happened like during the writing of this article. Uh, yeah, he was probably typing at it and had another screen open, but like, breaking news. Okay, well. <laughs> like, son of a bitch. Um, I think he could flourish in Chicago, man. Uh, I think he'd have a lot of playing time, and I don't know. It could be interesting. Any thoughts on that? Um, well, I don't really have any thoughts on the goalie himself and if he could be good. In another he has potential. Team. Yeah, but Chicago. Look who's well, playing for Columbus. Of They're both bad. Yeah. And sometimes the reason is because of the goaltending. Well. But. <laughs> um, while Austin's dying over there. Uh, Columbus. Copy. Columbus. It really seems like not very many people like playing there. Yeah, and Gudra was like, give me all the money to play there. Yeah, I'll I'll take all the money that no one else wants, I guess. Why not? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, man. You know, I get like... I've, although he's not doing very well this year either. No, but can you blame the guy? Who does he have? past two no but it was him that went there dude oh no i know i know he... it's, it's one of the weirdest things like it's i just don't understand i get that he wanted to be closer to family but there's so many other better teams that you could have done it for and maybe yeah, he could have stayed in calgary like well i mean of course you want that option <laughs> Oh yeah, I I'm just picturing him because we still the Huberto and Uyghur thing still have happened because that was all Chuchak. Yeah. Um. So instead of Gujo could have had Kachuk's money, he could have been living comfortably. He already, uh, dude. I tell you what. And then the people that Gujo didn't like is no longer even there. <laughs> The reason he left has also left. Yes. Um, but do you guys really need another passer? Um, I th- yeah. I think yeah, <laughs> I get what you're saying. But how about that Mackenzie Weger? Hey, he's outscoring Alex Ovechkin. Yeah, he has twelve goals. The Flames Ovechkin team- has nine. <laughs> The Flames defense is first for uh, uh, scoring for goals in the league. Yeah, it checks out when one of them has a dozen already. Um, but speaking of... Yeah, his career bet, Uyghur's career best was nine prior to this. Not bad. Not bad. No, that Uyghur guy, he is... That was that Loki might be one of the better parts of that trade. Well, everyone was looking at Huberto, who now is actually starting to he's he's picking turn it up for around. sure. Yeah. Definitely. But uh no, that that was definitely an underreported part, but it's coming up big for the flames for sure. Um and hell, even the prospects are I'm still honest, even the prospects that he's been hiding in the AHL, he's now been called up, so Who's that? I can't think of his name right now. Koplak, I think, maybe. Okay. Some um, younger guy. Speaking of younger guy, so Ottawa recently got a guy named Jacob Chikrin uh, from the Arizona Coyotes, but looks like Chikrin maybe doesn't want to re-sign. Um, he is signed through next season at $4.6 million. Um... But after that, we don't really know if he wants to resign in Ottawa anymore. And he's a good young defenseman for sure. But the Senators 
I don't really know what the Senators are. Um, and I don't think they know either. Um, I don't know about the suggestion of him to, to Washington. I don't, because also Washington is not good. Um, so I'm not sure what they would gain by signing a defenseman in his prime when all their other guys are past their prime. Um, don't think that makes sense, but hey, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I totally forgot that we were still talking about trades because I kind of went on a little bit of a, uh, or potential trades because I went on a little bit of a. Yeah, that's all good. Flames rant there. <laughs> all good, my man. My guy. Um, I will say though, I do want to move on a little bit because, buddy. Yeah. We... Austin Matthews. Yeah, I really was hoping we we're going to talk about this. Other stuff can wait. This dude. Austin dude. Matthews becomes the fastest player in Leafs history to hit 600 points. He became the fastest player in Leafs history to hit 40 goals, which is in 46 games. Um, he actually, the hilarious thing is he broke the Leafs record for fastest to hit 40 goals. It was his record that he broke. Um, yeah. He did it back in 2020, and he took 49 games to hit 40 goals. In the last 25 years, um, the fastest to 40 goals, Austin Matthews, Connor McDavid, Pavel Bure, and Austin Matthews. Um, all under 50 games to get 40 goals. Absolutely insane. Um, it's just wild stuff. Like, I don't know if this average has changed or anything like that, but or what he's projected to get. Like, last I heard was 72 goals. Like, yeah, on, on pace for over 70 goals. And it seems. It makes sense because it seems like almost every game I watch, he scores. Um, <laughs> and obviously, he, has, he also has a whopping eighteen assists. Right, he is not it's a, little, a bad first guy. Yeah, okay, but when you shoot lopsided. like us, when you shoot like Austin Matthews, why oh, would no. you pass? Yeah. <laughs> um, but it is kind of funny because yeah, he's got forty goals and he only has fifty-eight points in forty-six games. But uh, dude knows how to shoot the puck. Uh, he's shooting at twenty percent, which dude. is not necessarily sustainable. Um, it, uh, but this also, bit, like he's shown nothing that is like it could be. He could well, keep his pace. That's the thing, right? His his okay. So we're going to go by shooting percentages uh, that Austin Matthews has had. So rookie season, 14%. Not bad. That's pretty good. Hit 40 goals. Um, Then we got, what is it? So his, yeah, his career average is 16%. So not even that much lower than what he's currently at. Uh, He's never had a shooting. He's never finished a season above uh, eighteen and a half percent, which is still that's crazy. He's dude just scores goals, man. He just keeps scoring goals. I don't know, but yeah, so there's nothing saying at this point that he couldn't just increase that a couple more percent. Like, oh yeah, the way he is, it it could who who knows? Who freaking knows? But guess what? He's got some competition. Because he doesn't have a lot of competition, mind you. But one fella in Florida Mm -hmm. has been absolutely lighting it up. Sam Reinhart. A bit of a late bloomer. Um, He has, you know, he's... How fucking old is he? He's 28 now. And this is by far the best season he's ever had. And he is not even close to being done yet. No, but I do from, you know, 
seeing it time and time again, being a Flames fan, all that stuff. I caution people when people are having their career years. Again, it's called a career year for for a reason. Not everyone's like the Matthews and McDavid's that somehow just like career year, yeah, until next year. <laughs> well, and and not only that, he's twenty eight, turning twenty nine. That as uh, well, yeah. Um, so he is in his prime. And mm-hmm. he would be getting him for maybe a year or two, maybe three of his prime. But then it's not going to get much better. It's starting to get worse, um, generally speaking. However, hey, ride the hot hand. I will say, though, in terms of goal scoring sustainability, that's a, that's a word. Um, Austin Matthews shooting at 20% is a lot more sustainable long-term than Sam Reinhardt, who is currently shooting 27%, which is insane. So Sam Reinhardt has like 60 less shots than Matthews and three less goals, which... How many assists does he have? I'm curious now. Reinhardt is he's got 25 assists. He is he has more points than Matthews. See, and he's in my mind, he has a little bit more of an edge than Matthews does. Uh, I mean, I Matthews is definitely starting to find it. I don't know about an edge, I guess. Yeah, edge, I think you're right. Um definitely, but I think too, Reinhardt also gathers gains that from playing with florida i think florida has that edge right that doesn't hurt that's true um whereas matthews plays in a very not that system for better or for worse more often for worse but it's still impressive um and everyone's like oh well you know screw matthews what are you gonna do the playoffs it's like i get that i totally understand that thinking but it's truly special what we're seeing with this player um, yeah. he has 40 goals before the all-star break, dude. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> That's nuts. Um, absolutely. Wild. Which my guy, by the next episode comes around, the all-star will happen and pass. Are you not excited for it? I, I kind of am. I know I had the big rant last episode with <laughs> the celebrities, and I don't change my mind, but mm-hmm. I do like the fact that they're going back to the, you know, hockey draft type, fantasy draft style, if you will. That's excellent. I love that shit. I do want to say I heard someone throw out, like, it'd be kind of interesting if they toss the rule in the draft where teammates can't pick each other. Oh. Interesting. Right? Just mix it up a little bit. That could be fun. Um, I I know if I I say this as a guy that would never be able to play, but if I was picking people, I why not why not pick a guy you usually play against? Um, because I feel like in the when you're back playing against actual them for actual you know regular season stuff, I feel like it would benefit you because um, it would benefit you because then you'd have a little better clue of how they play and stuff. So. Defensively, yeah, yeah, I don't know, and mixes it up a little bit. Um, also, and I know you're not a huge fan of this, but I would be remiss if I didn't mention the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, 16 game winning streak. I know, I know, no, I get it. You have to, I don't but blame you. It they are now tied for the second longest winning streak. In NHL history, uh, with oddly enough the Columbus Blue Jackets, <laughs> but that, that's a weird one for you. Um, yeah. But 
it's it's been insane. I think they're like twenty three and three or twenty six and three in their last almost thirty games, twenty nine games. Like it's been stupid. We've um, seen some crazy wild streaks this year. So yeah, far. well, Nathan McKinnon is still rocking like a I think over twenty game home point streak or something. And yeah, and then there's Nylander and hell, my God, I'm gonna. Oh, I feel like I'm going to barf before trying to say this. The Canucks are, oh, are tearing it up. Was a oh, eleven straight? Oh, buddy, the they're shivers. still they're tied for first in the league, and it's the All Star break. What is happening? <laughs> I hope. I don't. I don't what do you like hope? it. What do you hope? I hope. All your players that are going to the All Star game suffer uh-huh. the All Star curse and come back and tank, and then that means your guys' teams all tank. That includes the Toronto Maple Leafs. That tr- that includes the shitty Canucks. Um. Mostly Someone just those two teams, really. Is upset that their team's not good. We're still going to make the playoffs squeak in. You guys are going to be like, oh, we're all excited. And Flames will be like, ha, you forgot about what the Bruins did last year. And they tanked in the first round. We're going to be the Florida Panthers, but do it properly. And the Flames are going to win the cup. And it's just how it is going to go down okay but we're at that hour mark so we have a little decision to make do we talk about the uh suspension news or oh yeah gallagher for an absolutely aggressively dirty play uh chicken wing elbow to the face uh he only got a five game suspension you say only interesting only because Well, the league, at the same time, trying to say, oh, we're trying to reduce concussions and head trauma and, and blow. I think it's too much. The head. I completely disagree. If if what they're if what the NHL's mission is, is to reduce headshots. Then they should have fucking thrown the book at Gallagher, because I don't think there's any place for that. That was not a hockey play. He wasn't going for the puck. He knew what he was doing. He raised the elbow into the fucking head, dude. That was not is not okay. Uh, it was lower chin at best. And where and is your chin located? It's located on your head. I get okay. that. Just I check. understand. Just I'm not disagreeing that it was not a headshot. <laughs> okay. But it's it's not as high up as people are trying to make it out to believe for one. I don't think you should be giving him more than five games, but I've seen a lot worse stuff already get suspended for a lot less. Um, so that kind of set the line, and oh, maybe they're trying to move that line up, which I don't disagree you know player safety and stuff but if you're trying to compare it to other things that's happened then i don't know i think three or four i wouldn't have uh complained about so I, I i get what you're saying i get what you're saying but basically if we don't compare it to other instances like, because I get what you're saying. They they definitely miss or or under suspend for some nasty shit in this league. Mm-hmm. Um, it's honestly like the joke on Twitter is that the Department of Player Safety literally spins a wheel and sees what yes. punishment comes up. Like, they are a joke. Um, so any consistency from them is is bull. It doesn't happen. Um, I get like, I've seen saying. some real nasty slew foots or whatever you oh, want yeah. to call it that you can get just as bad concussion from an elbow to the chin. So, 
Yeah, no, it's and that's the thing, right? It but if 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 the league wants to be serious about shots to the head, they need to be more consistent. Because players need to know what they can and can't do. Um and if they can do something, they're gonna do it and they're gonna try to get away with it. But mm-hmm. if they if, but if the suspension is like a head contact ten games, like guys are gonna watch what they're doing. Yeah, they I don't um, disagree. They should be more set in their ways of how they want to punish it. Just keep it one way. Yeah. You know, no anis or buts about it. Exactly. But I mean my thing is they drew the line in the sand and you know well guess what the tide's coming in motherfucker oh sh- shit <laughs> but that was since, actually a bad line <laughs> since uh we are past that um our hour mark that we try and hit Sometimes we go over, sometimes we go under. Sometimes we never really hit it right on. Who am I kidding? No. <laughs> We're not that good. I think we don't necessarily need to talk about facts every episode. So That can be a little throw on if we don't have quite an hour. Or whenever I feel like it. Okay. Cool. That? Hmm? that sounds good. Hmm? It's yeah. talking stuff. We do what we want when we want and how we want it. Everyone out there, stay stoned and stay safe. Bye.